Hello and welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to talk about how your perfectionism is killing your kids. So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hey, welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about how your perfectionism is killing your kids. It's killing or stifling their creativity. Um, you know, when we tell children there's only one way to do something, we lose the opportunity for their own creativity to come through. Um, and, and what springs this on is, uh, we're doing a little bit of painting in the house and my seven year old is like, dad, can I help? And my immediate thought, and, and I'm sure some of your thoughts are, oh, it's going to drip on the floor. Uh, he's going to hit the baseboards. Uh, he's going to leave drips everywhere. And this is what we do as parents, right? I want the walls to look perfect if I'm going to put aside a couple days to get this space prepped and painted. Um, but at the same time, I want my kids to want to paint when they're old enough to really be able to do it. And if I don't allow them that opportunity when they're really interested, um, they're probably going to be like, no, he said I couldn't do it because I would get paint on the floor. I'd get it on the baseboards or I would not do it right. And if we share those things with the kids, uh, that's exactly what's going to happen when the opportunity arises. They're going to think that they're not good enough or when they felt confident to do it that we didn't feel they were good enough. So what do we do? Uh, roll up those sleeves, uh, handed him a paintbrush or a roller, whichever he wanted in the moment, and said, let's go to town. I profusely thanked him for wanting to uh, help me paint. So we painted a hallway and uh, was it perfect? Absolutely not. Did he make some mistakes? Absolutely. But uh, you may have heard me. See, I don't know jack about parenting, but something I've said in a previous one, I think my mom knew a little something about parenting. And she used to always say, mistakes are good as long as we learn from them. So as he was holding the brush wrong or going, uh, pushing into the bristles as opposed to uh, downwards, he was like, pushing the paintbrush up while it was facing up instead of pulling it down. And uh, I got to teach him. I got to coach him. I got to empower him to do it the right way. Uh, and it was actually a lot of fun. Uh, when we went the next day into uh, the space, my office space that we were painting, uh, he, you know, he has these huge walls that are empty. And I said, you know, when you, when you dip the paint, there's a lot of paint at first. So what you want to do is you just want to kind of get it on the wall without it dripping. So like this, and I dip it, I make a big C. And he's like, ah, you just made a C. I said, I think you need to write the rest of your name on the wall as big as you can. He's like, really? I was like, yeah, I think that would be awesome. So he proceeded to write his name 
in his brother's name on the next wall. And the, the next wall is really long. It's the length of the room. I, I, then the cat's name. Then he writes mommy. Then he writes daddy. And he's like, what do you think of my art, dad? I said, I think it's awesome. And he's like, this painting thing is really fun. And I said, well, can, can, I don't want you to mess with your art, but around your art, like below it and above it until we have to fill it in. Can you get the roller now? And can you, can you roll some paint on? Yeah. I get to use the roller. Yeah. You get to use the roller. So what happens in our mind is we create all this, these problems and it's everybody. And we know that things take two and three times the amount of time when the kids are involved. But they're going to take half the time when the kids are involved when they're teenagers because they've done it. And they know it takes time. And there's other things they want to do. And it's going to become their duty, right, to help in the household. The other thing that comes to mind when it comes to perfectionism is the little, little ones. When the parents are trying to have them color within the lines. Uh, when they barely know how to hold the crayon or the marker or the colored pencils properly. Just allow them to test their motor skills and, and scribble all over the place. And if they make the, the sun purple, let's call it a moon. And if they make the sky red, let's just say they're on Mars. Or if they make the elephant uh, red, let's just say that, hey, it was a hot day out. Let's not tell them that it's wrong. Let's just allow them to be creative. And then I'll share this last thought around perfectionism. One of my favorite things to do as an adult, uh, I, I love to entertain. Uh, and I love to cook. And I'm very comfortable inside of a kitchen. And when I think about why that is, it's because at a very young age, some of my earliest memories, uh, my mom would have me in the kitchen as she's cooking. We had a large family and uh, most particularly around the holidays, I picture myself peeling garlic right before they had the big stuff at Costco in the bag or ready to go. Uh, my mom would have me peel pounds of garlic. She said it allowed me to stay focused and and sit still and 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 to get something accomplished. Uh, once she would uh, mince the garlic, um, and we actually had a garlic. It's almost like a press. I think my mom still has it. That thing's got to be fifty years old. Um, it's a chopper on like a spring. They don't make things the way they used to because. I can still picture it in her kitchen the last time I was in her kitchen. And anyway, once she would chop the garlic, and as I got about five or six, she allowed me to chop the garlic with these super sharp blades. Uh, she had confidence in me. I had confidence being in a kitchen, and really, unless you made a huge mistake or just put your hand underneath it, you couldn't hurt yourself. Uh, then I remember her making the meat and mixing the meat and my hands going inside the meat making meatballs like a meatloaf and the the eggs and the parmesan and the garlic and the you know the parsley and and the and, and just the breadcrumbs and then she would say hey you got to roll the meatballs and those are some of my earliest memories so when i see someone uncomfortable in a kitchen i i i know 
that they just didn't have those opportunities that I had as a child for whatever reason. Uh, I enjoy being comfortable in a kitchen. Uh, I enjoy and cherish those things my mother empowered me to do. There are There isn't a lot of fear around a lot of things around the house that I have simply because my mom would have me paint at a young age. Uh, my kids, well, my kids, the little one will get there. He's not quite there yet. Um, the older one, I could, since he was five, maybe even four, he could get me the ingredients. But at this point, with the exception of him placing things in the oven because of the, the heat, um, he can bake brownies. He can bake cookies. He can follow directions off the back uh, of of this stuff simply because he's done it a thousand times at this point. And there's no perfection. Each and every time he makes a mess, each and every time he's licking the bowl, each and every time uh, when he's making brownies, there's uh, chocolate all over his face and there's uh, bound to find a chocolate chip on the floor or uh, oil spilled somewhere. Uh, but at the end of the day, he's having fun. He had fun painting the last few days. And if I'm not conscious, if you're not conscious, listen, I don't know jack about parenting, but if we don't have a level of consciousness to know that uh, our thoughts will lead us into, hey, I want to get this done. I live a busy life and these things need to get done efficiently. He helped me for two hours yesterday paint. Two hours that I got to talk to him. I got to hear him laugh. I got to uh, mess with him. I got to say, hey, I'm just going to X you out when I X'd out his name. Uh, he's like, what? Um, the more time I get to spend like that quality, um, the better. And it was all in laughter and fun. Uh, did I have to go around and fix a lot of mistakes and drips? Yep. Was it worth every last moment of it? Yes. So be careful of being a perfectionist because you're going to kill your kids' creativity. And the last thing you want to create is their, or, or disrupt is their creativity. Because what we want children to do, I don't know about you, but I know I want this for my kids. I want them to dream. And if they can't even paint because somebody tell them they can't or they can't roll meatballs because somebody told them they couldn't or because they draw a little bit outside the lines or a, a different color how are they supposed to dream and aspire to the great things that they can become if we won't allow them to do those very simple tasks and if they make a mistake guess what like a wise woman once told me you just learn from them We'll see you in the next episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting. Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, at bethedadyouwishyouhad.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to bethedadyouwishyouhad.com now and get it while it's free.